Hey Hoopers, I am glad to be with you today, and I am going to continue talking about some thoughts from John, the Gospel of John. Today I want to talk about John chapter 3, which is one of the most famous chapters in the book of John. It is the passage which John 3.16 comes out of, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, which is foundational for our understanding of what it means for Jesus to have died on the cross for us, what was at stake, what he purchased for us, and how we receive it. So all of that's really good, important, powerful stuff as you read through John 3. But I was my, what caught my eye here was the beginning of that story. So John chapter 3, verse 1. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. So this Pharisee, Nicodemus, comes at night, and we, we believe that he came at night because it wasn't really a good idea for a ruling member of the, the council to come during the day and everybody to see that. That could have all kinds of backlash and back pressure. So he comes at night. But he comes with this opening statement. We, I guess he's referring to uh, the Pharisees in general, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. We know that God is with you. And the reason we know that is because no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Clearly, God is with you because you're healing people. You've done all these things that um, people can't do that are humanly impossible. We know that you are a teacher. We know that you are sent from God. Rabbi, he comes and says that to him. And I, you know, just you get familiar with the Bible. I, I look at that sometimes and the next verse doesn't really respond to what Nicodemus said. Because the next verse, Jesus replied. It's not even says, and Jesus said, it's Jesus replied. So he's responding to what Nicodemus said. And what he says is, verily, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of heaven unless they are born again. And I've always thought that was weird. I've always thought, you know, Jesus spoke in parables that sometimes have weird things to them and in rhetoric that you can't always quite put in its right place. And so this is just Jesus being Jesus and saying something that doesn't quite fit, but he says it for a dramatic effect or whatever. But as I looked at it this time, it grabbed me that Jesus is replying to him and that Jesus' answer to Nicodemus' declaration isn't, well, thanks, I am from God, so thanks for recognizing that and I hope you'll, you'll believe and follow. He doesn't say any of that. What he says is this challenge statement. This is, he starts out, Verily, very truly, I tell you, this is the truth. Listen carefully. This is the truth. And it's shocking, but you're going to have to listen because no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And as I thought about that, I thought what Jesus is saying to him is, you're telling me what you've seen. But what I'm telling you is you haven't seen the kingdom of God because you're not born again. In order to see the kingdom of God, it's more than what you have thought it is. The kingdom of God is not about healings and miracles and signs. It's not about arguments and debates and doctrinal teaching. The kingdom of God is not what you have just summed up me as. You said, I am a teacher who's come from God and I'm a miracle worker because no one could perform the signs you're doing if God were not with him. So therefore, we believe that you've come from God. And Jesus says, I haven't come from God for that. I have come from God for the kingdom of God. And you don't see it yet. 
Because in order to see it, you've got to know what this born again thing means. And he goes back and forth with him for a while on what does it mean to be born again? And Jesus gives examples and it's a really powerful conversation, but it starts here. It starts at this idea that the kingdom of God is not about miracles and it's not about doctrine. Those are a part of what Jesus did. Certainly they are the, the, the fabric of what he did, but he didn't do them so he would be known as a teacher and a miracle worker. And becoming a Christian is, and becoming a citizen of the kingdom of God is not about teaching and miracles. It's not about knowing the right stuff and having God do powerful, miraculous things in my life. It's something else. And the something else begins at this thing called born again. It is about spiritual life. It is about the dead being raised. It is about those who are of one kingdom being born into a different kingdom and belonging to that kingdom in a way that a child belongs to its family. It's in the very DNA of that child's existence. The kingdom of God is far greater than the impression that the people of God have been giving to the world, but I think even more importantly, to one another. We get talking about how God will take care of us financially and we pray that God will watch over us physically and we'll heal those who are sick and God will make sure that we're safe when we travel. We pray about God doing all these things in this world. We talk about whether this is the right doctrine or that's the right doctrine. We talk about uh, you know, whether we take this approach or that approach to Scripture. We talk about whether uh, certain areas of debatable doctrine, whether it's spiritual gifts or whether it's the, the, the mode of church polity, how we run churches or wh- whatever it is, we debate about whether you're this denomination or that denomination as though that's what the kingdom of God is. And Jesus says right here to Nicodemus, I don't deny that I'm talking and teaching. I don't deny that I'm doing miracles, but I'm telling you, and please listen carefully, that's not what the kingdom of God is. I pray that each of us will live as citizens of the kingdom of God this day. That if what has been bugging us is that God doesn't do something, or that someone is wrong about something, or I might be wrong about something, or I might not know enough, that we would get what Jesus is saying to Nicodemus here. The kingdom of God isn't about those things. All of those things are around it and part of it, and it's good to have them. But the kingdom of God is about life in my soul. And I pray that today, if you are a child of God, that you will see the kingdom of God in you, that you will be alive as though you've been born into a kingdom that is not from this world, and that you can live for that kingdom in the life that that kingdom gives today. I pray that you will live this day as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven.